0: listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley.
1: And I'm Colin Bradley.
0: Hi, Dad. Hi, Stevie. How are you doing?
1: Uh, all right again. Yeah, doing well.
0: Busy uh, day for you.
1: Been, we've certainly been very busy today. We've had the electricians in and the boiler man in and uh, and the builder in and <laughs> Who else? No, I think that's enough.
0: It's like the beginning of a joke, isn't it? The builderman, the boilerman and the electrician <laughs> right. walk into a house. <laughs> well, we've we, we got quite a lot, as you know, we've got a, quite a lot of work
1: being done in our hallway. Where we've um, decided to, um, you know, make because we've got a Victorian uh, house, a uh, late Victorian house, as you know, and uh, we wanted to, to bring the hallway into that kind of era. You know, so it's uh, it was a bit of an upheaval, but it's on its way. We're about halfway through at the moment with all the muck and bullets around, and having to fight our way, especially on the hallways. You can imagine. Well,
0: it's the you entrance know. hallway, isn't it? You walk in. That's and right. Got to navigate That's straight right. away.
1: And you've got to uh, you know step over all the uh, all the paraphernalia that's there all the tools and that and watch you don't touch the sides (laughs) of the the walls which has got plaster and everything oh but anyway but otherwise no it's going to look great when it's done so it's 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 worth the effort and the electrician had to come in and sort out something for us and then the plumber had to do something that he uh uh, that's left over from the last job a few weeks ago there you are so it's been a day but we wanted it all done in one day which is a good idea really right mm-hmm. and so, so today we've been without electricity for 3 hours and, uh, uh, and, and no heating <laughs> for 4 hours so but fortunately the weather's been good down here well At least to say good it's been sunny to start with but it's been milder so it's not been if, we, we said that if it was in its uh, in the freezing state minus 1 or minus 2 it would have been very uncomfortable yeah that's but good. uh it's it's been up in the 7 8 9s today so it's been not bad good excellent so that's my day good. <laughs> but we've had, we've had a good a very good um last month was great we had a really good great month with the business and um and all the projects are flying out and going very well and me mm-hmm. doing some more fantastic pictures that are going to be coming up So life's pretty good at the moment, Steve.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Uh, we've got some, we've added some new products as well to our store. We've got another new product coming hopefully tomorrow or the next, within next week. Um, so the, we added the 60 box of pencils, which I know a lot of people have taken advantage of, um, doing a highly discounted rate, cheaper than Amazon. um, so, if you're interested in a box of Faber-Castell pencils, then uh, they're on our art store. And then the next product we might as well talk about it because we should have it by the time that uh, people start listening to this. Is a box of seventy-two soft pastel sticks. That's right. We, what I've been sorry. Go on. I was going to say we we usually only stock the twenty-four, but we had a little conversation last week, didn't we, about
1: mm, what mm. you're what you're doing. Well, as people know, what I'm doing is more um, pastel work. You know, the pastel pencil is the, is the king. Now that, that's the main um, project. But uh, I've been using soft pastels, and on, on the last few pictures, I've been using my Boxer 72 uh, with the, the understanding that we probably would be introducing this. And uh, I said to you that I, the thing is, when you've got the 24 box, it's a lovely little box and it's a great starting block. But really, you need a, a wider range if you're going to do, um, you know, more particularly backgrounds, um, which I mainly use it for, and my impressionistic uh, backgrounds and foregrounds. So it seemed only right that if I'm using them on the projects, then we should have that available. Hmm. And they're very reasonably priced. And they're Faber-Castell again. I mean, I've been using Faber-Castell Soft Pastel 6 for, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 years? Maybe? Not, no, not 30 years. Probably 20 years, I would think. And at one time, I did sell them. But uh, then, then I didn't and uh, sell them at all. But then recently, because I've been doing a lot more uh, More impressionistic pictures, Mm. I've started using them again. So, again, as I say, it was, it's, people can find soft pastels everywhere and they can find pastel sticks everywhere uh, in all the art shops. But we had really, it's a good idea to have what I use on the site. So people have got everything at hand if they need it. Mm. And they are a good, one of the great things about the stick, the pastel sticks, they're short. Now, if you buy, usually if you buy a Conti stick or one of the other sticks, you've got a one three times the length of it. So, of course, you break, as soon as you get it, you break it up, don't you? Um, because you, you can't use a whole stick. Hmm. Well, these little sticks are are only, you know, a third of the size. So you get a, a larger amount of pastels for, um, you know, a very, very reasonable price.
0: And that's all the colors, isn't it? 72? Yeah. Uh, no, I think there are
1: more. But uh, as far as oh, as far as Faber Castell, yes, I think they are. I don't think they go to a bigger box. Yeah, I think they are seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot, though. That's a lot of seventy-two is a lot of colours. Oh yeah, I don't think you'd need any others.
0: I think that goes to show kind of the kind of um, the fact that you said to me about introducing these is is the kind of pictures that people can expect to see over the next year mm. is. Mm. Uh, incorporating mm. more colors in the backgrounds and more soft pastel work
1: mm. well they, 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 yes that's right absolutely and uh, it's um the the sticks that we use the faber castell sticks are harder than the soft pastel we call them soft pastels they are softer but they're not okay. as soft as the really soft pastels which don't really work that well uh with the pastel pencils but the Fabrega sticks are just a little softer than polychromous. So really, you've got three uh, letters there. You've got the pastel pencil, then you've got the polychromous, and then you've got the, the pastel sticks. Each one is, is a little softer than the other. Mm. So it gives you that little bit more vibrancy. And mm. that's uh, where we're coming from. Mm. But yes, you will see a lot more. Because we're, we're we're upping our game as people probably know already from the pictures that uh, are being uh, shown at the moment. But we're up in our game. And the idea of this, uh, I think, have we spoke about this before? Stop me if we have. I don't have. Know. That we, are, we, we feel that people are coming along so well now that they want something to, to, to aspire to. So I'm now pulling all the stops out and producing really superb quality pictures that people would uh, find quite hard if they're just starting out, and if they're intermediate, they still might find them a bit of a challenge. But they eventually, it, it'll always be on the site. So eventually, when they reach the level that uh, they're happy with, and then they'll have these pictures available to them. Mm. So, so we need to have the full range now from the beginner to the, the intermediate to the advanced to the master class. Mm. And those four categories really do um, bring the artist, uh, the amateur artist, certainly into professional level, I think.
0: Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, excellent. Excellent. So, people can expect to see uh, those products. Well, the, the box of 60 pencils is already available, uh, although we do have limited stock. Um, but the 72 boxes of Soft Pastel 6, um, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, certainly over the weekend, we'll mm. uh, have those uh, for you to buy. Good. Great. Okay, so let's move on to some questions. The first one says uh, Colin, my name is Gary Craig. I'm an actor, broadcaster with CBS CBS, and an artist. I recently discovered you on YouTube. Your style is relaxed and beautiful. You're one hell of a teacher. I have never had an experience with the pastel medium, but because of you, I'm going to try it. I know the sketch is key. What is your opinion of art projectors? Have you any experience using them? This is the piece I'm working on now. Underpainting it, Underpainted the dark tones with gesso? guess so and then the next step is color oil so gary asking about art projectors
1: Hmm. right well um it's my view is that any drawing aid is useful especially if you're just starting out it gets people off the ground you know it's nothing worse than a blank piece of paper and you have to put a sketch on it and if you're not very good at drawing the picture never gets done Hmm. so our projectors work out very well the only the only reservation i've got with them is you draw around so what you do you project the image onto your paper and you draw around the outline Hmm. that's the idea of it you get an accuracy that way but i prefer as people know to use the square drawing system if you're starting off i still use it today especially with animals and portrait human portrait work because you've got to be accurate with that at least with the line drawing you can very often, you can change and make adjustments to suit yourself and your personality, and even you know, a little bit of impressionism. But you still have to have the uh, right accuracy to start off with. If you don't, then you can get all, all sorts of mess. So the square drawing is what I actually do prefer. People, and uh, as people know, we've mentioned it so many times on the on the shows and on the videos. Uh, that that's my preferred method and the other thing about square drawing is it teaches you as you're doing the squares and doing grid by grid and building up your references then you are learning the proportional side of it all you know the relationship between uh, and distances between the eyes and the nose and you know the ears and all the other proportions Mm. so you're, you're more likely to get it right that way than you are if you just try freehand so this is my this is my view, and um, I think um, uh, I think Gary agrees because we had a response from the question that we or the answer that we sent him. So he agrees, and I think most people would. So that that really is it. But I've got no objection to anybody using anything that gets them started in art. Really,
0: mm. yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's just how much you'll get out of it. You know, it's a good option. But you would uh, if your if your goal is to learn more about yeah. freehand drawing and proportions, then maybe you'll get some more out of the square drawing system. It forces you to work that a little bit harder.
1: Oh, yes, you would. Without doubt, you would. Uh, I have I started off um, freehand when I first started, and I, I make <laughs> right, right mess-ups. But when I got to animals, it was just impossible. I, I just couldn't get the right, you know, I used to look at it after I'd finished a picture. Then, oh, it doesn't look right. There's something wrong with it. The problem with this is you, never, you can never really tell what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You can look at it and look at it and look at it, and you can't quite understand. But with the square drawing, you can see it. You can see, oh, I need to be over a little bit or up a little
0: bit, or that needs Because to be it's a little broken bigger. down into grids. That's right. Yeah.
1: And we all know that, well, perhaps not all of us don't know, but I can tell you that uh, John Constable used the grid, and most of the uh, big artists used a grid system of some kind. Not the way we do it, because they didn't have quite the same uh, technological um, gadgets that we've got with the grids and the uh, the plastic and transparent side of it but they mm. still use glass they used to print it on glass you know squares on glass and look wow. through the glass so it's it's a tried and tested old system mm. so if it's good enough for john constable it's certainly good enough for us
0: absolutely brilliant well thanks Gary, for your question uh the next one is from chris uh again this is about drawing uh hi colin i followed the instructions for direct tracing to pastel paper from your leaflet i used a black carbon paper and produced a thin light line on the paper this tended to smudge and not cover well when i applied the pastels i'm wondering if i misinterpreted the instructions i'm considering uh, purchasing your grids but wouldn't the same thing happen perhaps i shouldn't uh, should just use the grid system to freehand draw subject onto the pastel paper and then rub out the grid lines to leave the image have you any advice p please it will be appreciated very much chris
1: absolutely i can really put you wise on there's quite a lot of points i'd like to raise on this let's deal with the carbon first of all that if you get a good quality black carbon and it shouldn't smudge Okay, I've I've started off many, many years ago with the black carbon because we didn't have uh, the trace down, the graphite trace down. So I used to use carbon. Um, But it's got to be a good quality. There was a time when I couldn't get hold of this and I bought some, can't remember the name of it now, but it was a black carbon that smudged everywhere. That was terrible stuff. So you can get bad stuff. And uh, I don't obviously don't use it and never, never carried on using it. And but it was a it was an awful um, smudgy medium. And uh, the uh, black uh, and also the blue, if you have blue, too, I know some people use blue carbon, that smudges too. You've got to be really careful with it. So black carbon is uh, really can only be used if you're using a really good high quality. The problem there is if you press too hard with the carbon, it's indelible, so you can't get it off. Hmm. And that's another problem with carbon, as opposed to the trace down. So, I I, I can understand, uh, you know, the uh, problem here, but it can be solved. It can be solved with the graphite trace down, so have no worry about that. And the other thing I wanted to say, if you were to draw your grid on the pastel paper and do it that way, which you could do. But if you try that, you, you might not get all the grid lines out. I've actually seen pictures finished, and you can see the grid lines beneath the um, paintings. And and that looks awful, really. And the other problem we've got with that is if, if you do it the way we suggest, in other words, you do a line drawing on normal cartridge paper, finished cartridge paper, and then when you're happy with it, you transfer that carb, that drawing that you've done, through your square drawing onto uh, the gridded paper cartridge paper transfer that with trace down onto your pastel paper you've got a direct image that you're happy with whereas uh, and you can rub out if you if you've done it on cartridge paper then you can rub that out to your heart's content Uh, because you know it's not going to be the actual drawing surface you don't really want to do it on pastel paper because if you start rubbing that out, you're starting to destroy the surface before you start. Mm. so I wouldn't do it, I wouldn't do it that way. I definitely wouldn't do it that way. Whatever you do do, don't do it that way. Do it on, on uh, cartridge paper. Thin cartridge paper, something like seventy or eighty grams is ideal for this because when you press through the uh, line drawing that you've made through the trace down onto your pastel paper you want it to be quite a good image and if you have a thicker paper that you're drawing on you've got a bit more of a a, a weakened image mm. that comes out on through onto the pastel paper are you with that's me
0: that's a good point that's a good point that yeah, I wouldn't have thought yeah well
1: it's something that uh, i learned many years ago that you if you use a thicker paper you do have a, a less less of a transfer through great thing about that is that when you've got the Uh, image the trace down image on your pastel paper you can then use a graphite pencil hbf Uh, i wouldn't use anything more on that because you might get smudging Um, you can redraw slightly onto that and because it doesn't affect the and you can even erase the some of the trace down as well that that can come off um, and you can just redraw if you want to. But this is why I would say square drawing is ideal for this because you've got your master, you, you all the time. You're in, you're in control.
0: You're mm. a master of your art. You know
1: you're not you're not relying on on if buts and maybes.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's that's making your doing. life easier, way easier.
1: Absolutely, and that's what you've got to do. Really, you've got to get your line drawing. As Gary said earlier on, it's paramount importance to get your line drawing accurate. Then you can go with that confidence, and uh, your pastel, or your oil, or your watercolor, whatever medium you're using, you can go with and carry on with confidence. But if there's always that doubt in your mind that "Oh, did I get the line drawing right? Oh, I can't imagine the mess you'll be in."
0: Mm. That's the first hurdle as well, isn't it? You've got to get over yeah, before you've even laid on colour.
1: And people know, and all the students know uh, that it's a very good system the system we have i mean most of the i'm sure a lot of people use the line drawings that we supply well there's nothing wrong with that no they've all been done they've all been squared off anyway originally um but ultimately when you do your own pictures then you're going to have to use the some kind of grid system mm.
0: and, and a lot of us, our students now do do that mm. excellent Well, thanks chris That's a good question Uh, The next one comes from Claire, and this came through our private Facebook group that we've got for members and those that have um, subscribed to your uh, lessons. Claire says, I have a quick question. Does the direction of the tooth on the pastel paper really matter when doing a drawing? I'm just starting with pastel pencils, and I've recently bought the portrait pad of on grey paper. Does this mean that I'm limited to only portrait oriented drawings because of the grain? Would landscape drawings look bad with the wrong tooth direction?
1: Um, Now, the answer to that is it depends on how fussy you are. I'm very fussy and I always make sure that my tooth, whatever I'm doing, whether it's a portrait or a landscape size, runs across. I always feel it looks better that way. But that's me. I did uh, suggest to people when they've asked this question before, if you've only got portrait, say you've got a, a portrait, well, this, this lady's got a portrait pad, and you want to do a landscape size picture, then the uh, the lines are going to go up and down, aren't they? mm now, if you're going to do a sky or any any other, water particularly works well, you're going to have the lines going up and down. So you're going to be fighting that to do it. It can be done, but it will never look quite as good as the the finished picture done with the lines across, going across. Now, the other option you've got to that is to turn the paper over. You can work on the other side of the paper, which doesn't have quite so much of a tooth. Mm. So that that would work. It's not as good a reception area as the tooth is, the tooth side is. And but I've had I've had my some of my original class when I did private classes here, they did it on the wrong side and started the picture before I got to them and said, Oh, I've already done this, started this off. I said, Well carry on now, <laughs> don't do it again. And it it come out okay. You know so but if we're being fussy
0: then i would always go across uh that's my advice to you can you and really see it in the finished result can you see the finished in the finished picture can you really see i can i know you can but <laughs> can anyone else can would i notice
1: probably not steve this is why i say it depends how fussy you are
0: mm. i mean you'd have to look quite closely anyway
1: we're we our job really here is to say to people this is what we do this is what we recommend and if you want to follow our advice then we're giving it um the, the very best we can give you so for me to say it doesn't matter you can do it either way is actually wrong because it does matter if you're going to be professional about it now this leads me on to the late. The, the next picture, mm. so i can that I 've just put up, or we've just put up, yeah now if you if you study that picture, you 've got the sky first of all, mm. no, that looks great, but you 've rubbed in the sky or I 've rubbed in the sky, so you don 't really see the grain when you 've got dropped down, you 've got the cliffs now, there, the grain is really important because you can use the grain to create the effects i 've got mm. on that cliff. When you drop to the sand, again, you could have got the same thing again. The the, the fact that the uh, tooth runs across the picture gives that much, much better appearance to it. So that's a really good picture to look at it and study what I'm saying. Try to imagine the lines going up and down when you look at that picture. Wouldn't be, have the same presentation.
0: Hmm. And it's also uh, the reception of the pastel pencil. You know, if you're, if you're doing like a cliff that's you know you're going left to right and there's Mm. there's raised tooth going up and down Mm. it's gonna it's gonna make life a little bit more difficult absolutely and we use it as you know
1: for for buildings for brickwork. always looks better with a tooth anyway and if it runs across imagine a brick wall you're running across your picture it doesn't run up and down it runs across the picture so by using the pastel paper tooth You can create brickwork much better. The only time you fall down on this is when you've got a perspective to worry about. In other words, you've got a building that's, you know, bigger one end and narrow down the other end as it goes away. So when you when you there are times, especially in roof tiles, where you have to work your against that bias of it looking straight all the time. Hmm. But people know how I get out of that. There's so many ways and so many examples of where I've done that. You would just have to fill the tooth and just force the, um, the tooth to go the other way. Hmm. So, you know, it's it's all a matter, really, Steve, of, as I say, the presentation. I would never, ever uh, do one that goes the other way. In, in portrait work, particularly if you're doing a portrait of a dog uh, or a cat or a tiger or whatever and the 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 tooth runs vertical it would still look okay but it wouldn't look as good as it would have done with the tooth running horizontal hmm. it's just it's just the way we look at things hmm. you know our eye it's always meant to be the tooth is always meant to run across
0: hmm. there's a good question Claire. and thanks for that and i hope that's uh, useful for people so talking about the new picture then, the fisherman, circa 1890, hmm. um, why, why did you choose to do this picture?
1: Well, I wanted to do, uh, first of all, it, start, it always starts off with the subject and it started off with these fishermen. I wanted to do another boat. I like to think, oh, I fancy doing a boat. So then I work around the boat. Well, what's the best boat to do? No, there's lots of boats, rowing boats, you know, all sorts of boats and i thought no what about and and I, ha- I have lots of references of old and you know that i love the lake victorian era. anyway it's my favorite time for, uh, favorite era mm. for uh, everything clothes houses a lot and so i want to so, okay well i do a boat okay i'll do it in that and i started with that and then uh, as people will see if and when they complete the picture or look at the picture, I changed my mind. There's a boat there's a rowboat that on the refer, on the uh, line drawing not the, not the line drawing you get, but the line drawing I've done to start off you see a rowing boat on the right hand side. I got rid of that didn't didn't want it in the end. So I changed my mind as I was doing the picture. More when I got down to the – and there was no fisherman there. You know the chap sitting on a, a yeah. basket? Well, Abe wasn't there to start with, so he <laughs> he, he turned up about halfway through the picture. <laughs> this is the lovely thing about artwork, though. You look at your picture and think, no, I've, got, I've got to put – I want to put something there. It's missing something, and they should be in a pair. He's, he can't do his fishing, fishing man, can't work on his own. So I added him, so he was added at a later date you've only got to look at the beginning of the picture and you see that there's a robo there and there's a, and the, the the water is different too the waves mm. coming in i changed all that so there are things you can do and uh, this is what i like to do in a, you can do it more in landscape you can't do it necessarily in animals but you can in the landscape you can change and do things so that's how it started off and then i thought oh it'd be nice to do cliffs again so i made up that picture from half a dozen different references Uh, so this is why you don't get a a one reference for for people to copy Mm. but that really is the name of the game I think with uh, artwork you you can you can find and put things in and change your mind and you can change your mind with a pastel pencil more than you can with with uh, Mm. any other mediums Mm. but that's that's the reason I did it I wanted to do it and as you know my first love is is landscape work yeah i love doing landscape work and I, I I can't wait to get back to it i just move off i like to move off especially on the animals which are probably the most popular we have and uh, and portraits uh, but the, the landscape is always one that i would return to
0: let's talk about the wet sand because i don't think i've seen mm. you do well you did in the boats at rest i think that was more like that I was, dark, that was a more dusky though it was a bit it was a different kind of uh, time of day it felt like yes that's
1: right well that was more um that was a beginner's picture the boats rest, the original boats at west with the two boats in and and the trees on the right but this one was uh, an advanced picture was it
0: in, or an intermediate i think it was intermediate this one. intermediate picture yeah but the so wet, wet sand it, is difficult looks difficult
1: it, it, it is. But if you think about it, you, well, you see how I do it. I mean, it, it's actually easier because you, you're working on reflected light there. You're reflecting the – as long as you reflect something in it, it looks wet, doesn't it? Hmm. You've only got to keep the light. But what the hardest part of that was really the water, to mm. make that look right. Mm. Because that, that can be a nightmare. People will find out when they come to do it. But follow my direction, follow the way I do it, and you'll you'll be okay. But wet sand, I love that. I thought that was. I think this is what appeals to people more than anything else when they look at that picture. That's why I did so much of it.
0: Mm. It's a good. And also the reflections, that's the things that we mm. put on YouTube, the clip that we put on YouTube with the the size 10 color shaper pulling that down. Mm. I mean that's mm. I mean we've seen you do that in quite a few pictures now, but every time you drag that shaper down, it is quite amazing the yes. the transformation that it that it has on the pastel.
1: Yes, you you can do it with a normal shape. You don't have to have the size 10. But the size 10 gives you a, a little bit wider aspect. So when you drag that down, you, you get a better, a more even look to it. Mm. And uh, so you should be selling a few more size 10. Uh, <laughs> because normally, you've only seen me ever do that in water normally. Yeah. Not wet sand. So yeah. it, it's it's quite hard. I've got to say, people when they see it well i'm hoping the youtube um, viewers will look at that and thinking how did he do that water then how, how did you sorry how did you do that wet sand because yeah. i don't show them particularly how i did that no. on that clip and that was the idea of it really to to people to say how did he do that and the only way they're going to find out is become a member
0: that's it, or, or enroll in the course. We have it, or enroll. Yes, yes, a one-off, or, or, uh, one-off payment. If yeah, people want well,
1: that. either way. But uh, that's. it's mean, the idea we want. To, we want to encourage people to start picking up their pencils and have a go at this. Mm. But it is. It's the and also the key to that is always the undercolor, the, the, the color you start off with. I think that was uh, white and light gray. I started with that. Mm. So you have got to put that on first. And as long as it's smooth enough and, and then you put the reflections in, you'll get that effect. Mm. It's quite stunning though it, it is it, impressive it's, it's a good it's a good picture, and it's getting a good reaction too. I see youtube uh, but that's the only way I can judge it actually on YouTube. <laughs> you see how many views it's had um, it. but it's gone, it's gone it's going up good for a landscape. animals you expect you oh, expect yeah. to be the hundreds of people in in a in week, but landscapes, not necessarily they tend to be a bit slower uh, but this one's going quite well so i think it will reach the the uh, you know the, the same level as the animals mm. so that, that i'm pleased very pleased that it's it's got a reaction it's got
0: great well speaking of animals we'll have a next project will be an animal so expect to see that in the next week or so uh, we're Do still it. cranking out these projects because um you're doing so many dad that Uh, I think we can afford to give as many uh, away as possible, uh, as frequently as possible.
1: Um, Yes. And out of interest, I I, I like to whet all our students' appetites with something new, which you don't know about yet. I was discussing with with mum today, we were discussing, because we often do discuss a picture, And I've got a couple of um, I've got a couple of birds which I'm going to be. I can give give it away. Mm -hmm. And the idea of this, these two birds are on a branch. And I said to Mum, "What do you think of it? Let me throw an idea past you. Why don't I do these two birds on the branch, and do them far enough apart so that I can actually make three pictures of it? Mm -hmm. Now, let me explain what I mean." What people will get when they get the eventual um, picture through, they'll get one picture with the two birds in, which look great. Another picture with one bird in, and another picture with the other bird in. Line drawings. They get three different line drawings. So people have got a choice now of either having that picture with the two birds in, right, complete, yeah, as a as a landscape, or they can have individual birds two individual birds, which will look good on their own that's why i've decided to do it as a portrait so they can have Mm, so they can choose. they can choose to do one bird they can choose to do both birds independently or they can do both birds together on a branch how about that
0: folks love it that's a great idea
1: I think it's a good idea and, and mum's mum thought it was a great idea we we, we thrashed it out and said well this is the best way to present it and uh, we we'll, mum said would you get three line drawings said, yeah they get three line drawings so they've got choices really of doing two or two individual ones or just one bird they just you know they might like the robin for instance was just one bird mm. so they'll have a nice portrait and I've I haven't I haven't set it out yet. It's actually on the drawing board. So I should be working on that uh, in the next couple of days, starting the ball rolling on that and explaining to people. Well, I've just explained to you. And uh, then it'll be uh, my job to work one bird. I'll do one bird at a time. You see what I mean? I should do one bird. Then I'll do the second bird. Obviously, uh, with the intention of people having seen. Uh, I won't do three pictures, in other words. I should only do no. one picture.
0: <laughs> we'll <laughs> split that, it up. We'll I'm split not it that up.
1: good. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll explain to people how they could, if they choose to choose just one of the birds, this is what they need to do. It won't be a problem. I can. The way I work it out, they'll be able to do it. But isn't it exciting? That's
0: a great and idea. We thought,
1: yeah. we thought that that could actually apply to other things too. Like if you want to do a picture, of you know, maybe you say, I'm not going to do it again, but if I did a herd of elephants, for instance, I could do a main elephant you know, or a couple of elephants and then s- split the picture a bit. So on the other side, you've got another few more elephants. Yeah. Now this can be, this can be one picture or it can just be a picture with the, the two elephants.
0: Or you could do a scene where you have a lion and a tiger and a giraffe and a, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't go mad. <laughs> yeah. And a snake. No, it, and a I think,
1: yeah. the thing is i think that there are possibilities anyway we'll see how it goes i mean they'll be seeing it later on in the year they'll they'll people will be able to say i love that idea can you do that again right. so if, if it goes down well
0: we'll do more
1: we'll do more yeah yeah so we'll Brilliant. we'll wait and see how it uh,
0: goes across excellent fantastic all right then uh thanks dad i think we'll call it a day um if you've got questions then send them over to us and uh via the website and um we'll possibly read them out on here we'll always answer you um in some form or another feedback show next week got lots of uh pictures already submitted so there's still time to get your pictures in uh obviously this says This is a service for members only. So if you are a member and you have done one of Dad's pictures or one of your own pictures, then send it through to us. Let us know what you'd like help with. And um, we'll bring it up on the show next week. So I think Tuesday is probably a good cut-off point because we record the show on Wednesday. So um, if you send your your picture over before Tuesday then or by Tuesday, then it will go in. But I think after that, I have to say now, you know, cut off because it's very difficult to cram any Mm. more in on the day um so excellent and if you want to check out the picture then the new picture then and you're not a member go to youtube and find that clip and if you are a member then it's in your membership excellent lovely Mm -hmm. okay that's it for this week thanks everyone for tuning in i'm Stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy Enjoy your week. week
1: You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit (laughs) colinbradleyart.co.uk.